Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Research shows that being part of a community really helps us feel united, supported, safe and secure, and we're more apt to reach our goals. This is exactly what we had in mind when we created our Roadmap to Wellness Club. Join us now for our monthly membership group where we host weekly meetings, hosting live Q&As and content created to help you transform your health as well as monthly expert speakers. Go to transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Roadmap to Wellness Club. And welcome back. Today, I titled this, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good People? And there's a lot of questions out there about the laws of attraction, manifestation. In fact, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to share a little story. They'll give a little insight to myself. When I met my husband, he used words like manifestation. He used words like create. Uh, and I thought he was off in la-la land. I really did. I, I, I understood nothing about it. And when he talked about, I create money, I manifest money, I thought he was out of his ever-loving mind. And in fact, I made fun of him uh, with it. But as I went on my own journey of health and wellness, I soon learn that mindset was extremely important and that what we say and what we think dictate our actions and, and really become this law of attraction. And I know I'm not doing a great job of explaining it, but... I have the expert when it comes to law of attraction. She is a master of mindset. She is a law of attraction coach. She is a manifesting expert. And she authored 12 books. She is a creator of Unlimited 40-Day Law of Attraction Workout and the Unlimited Universe Mastermind. She is a world-renowned speaker, and she loves to help individuals identify blockages that are keeping them from achieving success. I am so excited to have with us Zara Mahoon today. Thank you for coming on. I am really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You bet. Well, I kind of alluded to where my mindset was eight years ago, Um, actually well beyond that because my husband and I have been married for 17 years now. But I think the vast majority are, are a lot of people think that way, that they don't understand the power of their words and their mindset. Am I hitting on a trigger there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything that happens to us happens because of the way we think. Mm, that's powerful. Yep. That's powerful. And when I, back in the day when I was going through this, and I, I want to I wanna know how in the world you got into this space. I know everybody that I talk to and I interview, they've got a personal story, and I'd love for you to share that with us. I got into this because my life sucked. 
<laughs> Let's not sugarcoat it. <laughs> Everything was going wrong. There was no money. There was uh, there were problems in the marriage. Uh, you know, it was just it was a complete mess. Mm-hmm. And so my I I wanted anything that would fix all of this for me. You know, sure. like talk to me, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And so uh, I, I prayed. I, I said, I will go where I need to go. I will mm-hmm. talk to whoever I need to talk to. I will say what I need to say. I will be guided and, and the path will appear because I can't see the path. Right. And uh, what happened is that, um, and I tell the story often that I was driving past the library in my Mm -hmm. town and I had this sudden urge. I mean, I love books, but, you know, I had this sudden urge to stop at the library and that urge was so big that I could not deny it. I was on my way somewhere, but the urge was so big that I had to stop. Right. I went into the library and I came out with two bags full (laughs) of audio pro literally because I had my library card and both my children's library cards. So (laughs) I just cleaned out the whole shelf because that's what was resonating. I was called to Mm -hmm. pick up all of these audio programs that were all about mindset. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that I think when we get, we, I always like to say it's we're reaching our bottom and really pain is a big driver for most of us, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Because sometimes you just have to get to that point where Mm -hmm. you give up. Right. And when you give up, the beauty of giving up is that you don't give up your desires. What you give up is your instinct to control. Ah, (laughs) I've had many people describe me as a control freak. I don't know who they are, but I've had a few of them describe me, which is so very true. I find that when I get myself back into that place of discontentment, not feeling peaceful and joy, I'm out there trying to control people, places and things again. Exactly. And so I was an extreme case of an A-type personality. Mm -hmm. It was chop, chop, and it has to be my way. And that attitude towards life and towards people and towards work meant that I was mostly unhappy with myself as well as others. Yeah. And that unhappiness, you see, is where we want to be happy, but we want to be happy by controlling the outcome. And and when you really delve deep into spirituality, you cannot control the outcome. Yeah. You have when you give up, that is when you have control. Actually, I did a talk and it's on my YouTube channel, which is called exactly that. You get control by giving up control. This mm-hmm. is how faith works. This is how trust works. You've got to give up control, and then what you want will come about. And Unfortunately, a lot of us are control freaks and we don't want to relinquish control until Mm -hmm. we hit rock bottom. And then we say, "Okay, there's nothing more I can do. I just give up. And when you give up, that's when you are giving it over. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all, you know, we we pay lip service. We pay lip service to the word trust. Oh, I trust. I trust mm-hmm. that there is a God. I trust that the universe has my back. But if you really trusted, then you would give up. You would relinquish control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like me being in the car and I am in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. The universe or God is in the driving seat, but I'm trying to control the steering wheel. <laughs> right. You because have I'm a control freak. Yes. Right? It's exactly what it is. You uh you had on your blog a story about a lawnmower and mowing the lawn. Yes. And and to me, that is like one of the biggest examples of control. Is that would you describe as a, a, a story of a control? Can you share that with our audience? Um, so just imagine uh, a lot of times we think that we are controlling our thoughts, but for the most part, we don't have any idea where our thoughts are going. Right. If I ask you a question just now, Amy, and I ask you, Amy, this morning when you woke up, what was, what were you thinking? Like, what were the thoughts going in your head? Mm-hmm. You might be able to remember one or two, but you will not be able to tell me exactly what you were thinking because our mind zones out and it has its own path. And we let it go. And mm-hmm. the analogy was, it's like buying this beautiful machine. Mm-hmm. It's an electric, you know, you charge it. It's this beautiful lawnmower mm-hmm. and you put it on the grass, you turn it on and you let it go wherever it wants to. Yeah. Before you know it, it's cutting down your flowers and, you know, it's wrecking your yard instead of doing what you want it to do, which is to make your yard, make your work easy. Right. Right. And that's what our mind is for. Our mind is supposed to help us make our work easy. But what really ends up happening is that we turn the button on in the morning when we wake up and we say, go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like I did a post today about our minds being on autopilot. So many times we just have no idea exactly what is happening there because we are especially women. I I think, uh, and I'm not the expert here, but wouldn't you say we are so trying to do everything for everybody and be everything to everybody that we're trying to do four, five, six things at once. And that splits your energy because here you are and you're not present with the task at hand. And I used to call myself the queen of multitasking because (laughs) I was doing this, but my mind was doing 10 other things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't applying my full focus to this task. And what I've discovered over time is that when I apply myself to this task and I stay present all the time, 100 Mm percent, I get it done better. Mm -hmm. I I do it faster and Mm -hmm. I enjoy it more. You see, here's the thing. Think about it. You are with your child and you're trying you're there to help them with their homework. Maybe you're playing a game with them. Maybe you're reading a book to them. Right. You're right here, but you're not present because in your head, you're telling yourself, I want to be a good mother. So I'm going to do this thing with my child. But your head is thinking, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I still have to do that. I won't be able to sleep until I do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so our mind is somewhere else, but physically we are present with the child and we are even talking to the child, but we are not present. Right. So I want, now, sorry. 
No, no. Go, I, I was just going to complete that thought by saying now the child doesn't really feel loved because no. the child can feel it when you're not present. Absolutely. And not and, and not just your children. Um, my <clears throat> husband and I, our children are grown and gone and I have grandchildren, but I hear from my husband all the time and I... I'm going to get all kinds of advice within this podcast episode myself because as much progress as I feel like I've made, there's so much more to make. And one of his big complaints that he'll tell me all the time is, you don't listen. You don't listen. And he'll say, I I told you that, or we had this conversation. And oh, I know there are other people out there that can relate to that feeling. Absolutely. And that's because you weren't present. You were there. You were there, but you weren't present. Yeah. Your mind was somewhere else. I have a very difficult time, you know, shutting because it's, it's, you know, where do I want this conversation to go? How do I want this to, you know, what questions do I want to have? How do I, we're so busy coming up with our own rebuttal. And where yes. we think things need to go that we're not really truly listening. So let me take that to a whole new level. Yes, please. Or, or the level that I talk about when I'm teaching meditation. And that is, see, this example that you gave of your husband talking to you and you not hearing it. Mm -hmm. That's God talking to us. But we are mm -hmm. somewhere else in our heads. We don't hear it. Yeah. So the guidance... The universe, God, call it whatever you want, um, is always trying to guide us, is always trying to call us towards that which is good for us. We're not listening. We're mm -hmm. off somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so this is the reason why we do not make good decisions in life. We want to make good decisions, but we are not listening to the guidance that is saying, come here, come here, do this, do this. We're not listening. Mm. If you are busy thinking in your head, you only have space in your head for one thing at a time. And if you are thinking your thoughts, you are not letting the guidance come in. It's there, but you're not getting it. That is so true. So true. I wonder how many other women can relate. I'm better today than I was 10, 15 years ago. But I remember somebody telling me that, you know, you need to meditate. You need to take quiet time. Yes. And I remember trying, trying, you know, to do that. And that, like, I would take a hot bath. I would think, okay, I'm just going to take a nice, relaxing, hot bath. Zara, I couldn't even stay in that bathtub long enough for the tub to fill up. You know, it's like, I need to move. I got to go. I have to. There's things I have to do. Exactly. Because we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So, think, so true. Yeah. We think that we are needed. But really what is needed is the presence of God. Mm. So, so true. So how do we get ourselves from this point of, I have a hard time listening I'm not receiving the messages that I need to be receiving to get ourselves working through that and get ourselves to a point where we're hearing the messages that we need to hear, that we're receiving uh, what God has for us in our lives. 
it's worry. Worry is the enemy. You talk about toxicity. Yeah. <laughs> worry is the biggest toxin in the world. Worry. Okay. You know, because when when you're sending out thoughts of worrying, you are not trusting. When you are worrying, mm. you are not loving. When you are worrying, you are not in a positive place. So if you worry, worry means the absence of trust, basically. Right, right. Right? And trust is what we need to reach for. Trust is what makes things go our way. Because trust means we are relinquishing control and we are giving control up to um, an entity, a presence that can see all, be all, know all. Mm. Who's more powerful, me or, or, or that entity? Why would I try to do something that I only have limited <laughs> power and control? Why not give it up? But, and it makes such perfect sense when you say it that way. Yet we can find ourselves day after day, situation after situation, still finding ourselves falling into that pattern. And I, I, I believe it's because we live in a fallen world. We're human. And we need that time. And, and, and I know that there's steps that we can do to help us overcome, uh, uh, overcome that. And am I seeing things that are hidden or not? This is law of attraction. Law of attraction is about every thought that you think is a prayer. See, the thing is, the problem with this is that we feel that God listens when we kneel down in prayer. Mm. But God is listening to every thought that you think. And so God is not only listening, but God is responding to every thought you think. So if you think that you're praying and you're being grateful and appreciative for 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, maybe an hour, what are you doing for the rest of the day? Mm. Because worry, if you really look at it, worry means complaining. Every time you worry, every time you think a thought that says this thing may not happen, you're complaining because in essence, you're saying, I'm asking you to help me. And if you were helping me, this would have already happened. <laughs> right. So, so if you look at it from that point of view, I always say to people who work with me is that if you've asked once, that's good. That's a prayer. If you ask the second time, that's okay too. Acceptable. When you ask the third time, you ask for the same thing the third time, that's a complaint. And so what do you, who, what sort of a response do you think you're going to get if you're complaining? Well, not a favorable one for sure. Right? Well, I mean, look at it from, I mean, God is universe is ever forgiving, ever loving. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to dispute that, but look at it from the human context. If, you have two children and one child comes to you and says, mommy, can I have a piece of be that beautiful chocolate cake and gives you a hug and says, thank you. And, and please, mm -hmm. you're more likely to give in than the child that says, you never give me anything. I hate <laughs> you. I asked you for that chocolate cake last week and you still haven't given me any. Right. Right. You know, like, yes. That's the difference. And that is why gratitude is the 
foundation mm-hmm. of law of attraction and the foundation of just being human maybe you can relate we tried every fad diet meal plan cleanse and exercise program out there to get rid of that unwanted belly fat it's so frustrating trying to figure out what in the world to do through our training and certifications we've learned a proven method that has completely transformed our lives not only did we lose the belly fat but we have increased energy we sleep better and wow does our hair and skin look better than ever join our 3 day boot camp roadmap to wellness boot camp at transformingwomenshealth.com yes Absolutely, because when we're in a place of gratitude, we can't be in a place of hate. We can't be in a place of unkind or any of those other things that we don't necessarily want to be manifesting in our life. Exactly. So the secret is gratitude. So you mm-hmm. were asking me how how do we change this? Well there are two things that help us to change things one is meditation and okay. the other one is gratitude and appreciation mm. those are the two tools and everything is based on those two tools if you look at for example if you look at visualization everybody talks about visualization but if you really think about it visualization is a combination of appreciation and meditation right right right, right. So if you take any tool out there any tool that teaches you positive mindset you can strip them down to those two things meditation and appreciation We sure do as human beings like to complicate things don't we <laughs> Well because you see we've learned this and it's just learned behavior that says you have to do more to get more Right Right. right so if it's more complicated that means that when i unravel it it's going to give me more right in reality life is simple and yes. the things that we need to do are simple tell simple. me going through your personal journey and you said in the beginning that i had nothing we had no money i was unhappy how has life changed for you applying these principles of gratitude and meditation all right to be honest i have to tell you that it took a while for me to mm-hmm. start walking the talk okay <laughs> i would i would do the work and then i would become happy and i would stop doing the work and mm-hmm. then life didn't go as well so then i'd start doing the work again and so it was stop and start stop and start a lot in the beginning mm-hmm. um, but then i figured out that there's no other way i have to just keep doing the work right and and so from being where i was those many years ago now to just the biggest treasure i have is the peace i have in my heart because i always know i always have this knowing that things will always work out for me mm. and so i don't worry I don't scream and shout anymore. I was I had a temper and that temper was because I used to be so highly strong and so worried. That's mm-hmm. why I used to lose it, right? Right. Now right. I don't I don't have 
uh, a bad tempered bone in my body <laughs> uh, uh, if i raise my voice my children laugh at me <laughs> because it's so unusual uh, um uh, it it doesn't happen so the peace in my heart is my biggest treasure but along with that peace my relationships have changed yeah. there's so much love in my life i have healed my relationships i grew up in the midst of a lot of toxicity um where my mother had uh estranged relationships with various family members and it doesn't apply to me i've healed those relationships mm. um i've healed my own relationships um i mean you know we talk about teenagers being really difficult mm-hmm. to manage well mm-hmm. you know i had a little bit of um a struggle with my first teenager but by that time i was wiser and so i was able to turn it around very quickly and that mm-hmm. chip deepened and became so amazing that i cannot even tell you how amazing it is and with my second one my second teenager oh my god mhm oh my god that relationship is so precious so my relationships completely changed mm-hmm. day and night um i was able to manifest a relationship for myself within like it was from thinking to happening i met the person within a month mm. and and you know uh, and, and we beautiful relationship absolutely mm-hmm. and um my money problems don't exist in my life anymore from not having anything i now have multiple properties mm-hmm. multiple streams of income mm-hmm. and so life is just it's it feels good mm-hmm. it feels like I can reach for things. Before Amy, I used to be afraid to desire things. Why do you think that is? You know, because I, I think you're not alone in that. I, I, I think that is a tendency of of mine, uh, for for sure. In some areas of my life, I've been very successful, and in and then in other areas, not not as much. And um, what do you think? that that comes from it comes from the fear of disappointment mm mhm we've been disappointed so many times that then we become afraid of desiring anything we don't even want to go there we tell ourselves no yeah no not going there i'm not going to ask for that because you know it's not it's not going to happen for me so i might as well prevent myself the pain of asking and not getting mm And isn't so, that a sad way to live? It is. It is. And but I'll tell you something. I think most people live that way. Oh. That that is what we literally call the rat race because yeah. people think that they're going to buy this next car or the next house or the next thing and it's going to fill the void that they have <laughs> inside of them. When I get this promotion, when my paychecks are x amount of dollars, when my kids are this stage of of life, when yeah. you, the list can go on and on, That's right? right? That's right. So there's no satisfaction even though you get those things, you're still not happy and satisfied. You just go from that to the next thing and you still feel empty inside. Is there anything to do with um 
I don't know where in the Bible it is, but they talk about you have to take care of what you have in order to have more. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. And and so God, I, I think God wants us to fix, you know, and work within ourselves first before we can be trusted with more. Does that make sense? I like the way you're saying that. I, 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 in my 40 day program that you, you introduced in, in the beginning, Mm -hmm. I teach that. This is what I teach. Uh, I teach starting to trust the universe, starting to trust God. The, the, problem is that if we are where we are and we have what we have we have so many blessings mm-hmm. right under our nose mm-hmm. instead of appreciating these things that we have we ignore the things that we have and we just keep asking give me more give me more give me more right and, you know yeah 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 i'll give so it's like you know our children do this to us and i i go there because I'm a mother and Mm -hmm. I have all these stories and analogies that have to do with kids. It's like, I just got you that iPad and now you want an iPhone. (laughs) Right. Seriously? Can you not just appreciate the iPad for a little while before you ask me for the next thing? Right. Right. And so it's just uh, not appreciating what we have creates dissatisfaction yeah dissatisfaction is a complaint i'm not happy where i am god god i'm not happy where i am Mm. do you well we don't want to encourage you know thoughts of of um oh what's the word i'm even looking for uh of a not appreciation but you know Allowing ourselves just to feel the blessings and the gifts that, that we've been blessed with and, and yeah. not second guess. I don't want to put guilt out there, but just, you know, appreciating, like you said, appreciation and, and gratitude for what we currently have and how empowering that is truly when you step into that to know Absolutely. that 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 level of gratitude that I don't have to be reliant upon XYZ happening and you changing your attitude or your behavior, even in the midst of all that. And it's hard when you're in a, a relationship, you know, a husband, yes. wife, a child relationship, especially a teenager, when their actions are carrying on and you're like, whoa, (laughs) you know, not to react to that, but to stay firm in the gratitude of the position that you're in in life, right? So, Amy, from having been that person, (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what I did personally, and this is what I teach people to do. Okay. There was a time in my life where if you told me, find something to appreciate, I would look at you and I would say, are you crazy? There's nothing in my life that I can appreciate. Nothing's working. How can you can't tell me, find something to appreciate Mm -hmm. because it's all going wrong. Right. So in those 
deep dark days i used to take many walks and i was fortunate enough to live very to a forest and i would go in there mm-hmm. and just walk around and one day it seemed like a tree was talking to me because i was contemplating my life and thinking oh my god how am i going to fix all of this and it seemed to me as if a tree spoke to me and said stop thinking about your life and i remember where i was i remember the exact spot on the path where i was and the tree that i was under and i just stopped there because i suddenly realized i didn't have to look for things to appreciate in my life i could mm. look outside of my life mm. start appreciating things that i can actually truly find appreciation in my heart for and that is when i fell in love with the trees the trees became my friend i started talking to trees sorry if that sounds strange and <laughs> not <woo-woo. laughs> but <laughs> no no i don't consider it woo woo at all I, in fact i think we're all energy and you know trees are just very energetic getting into nature yes. to me to, to for me i feel closest to god when i'm in nature absolutely and that is it because when you take your mind off your life basically mm-hmm. you're giving your life over to god and you are turning your attention to things that have nothing to do with your life and therefore you can still find appreciation for them ah i love that right? i absolutely love that because i'm can i say it's so just to add to that the ordinary teenager you can't love because there's history there mhm in that moment when you're thinking about how rude they were or what they said to hurt you you can't love them mm. but you still love the tree mm that is so true i remember um Uh, well not like everything is in the past but i struggled with relationships because oh gosh you know everybody should kind of operate under amy's you know <laughs> rules here right okay. and i remember talking to my pastor and him telling me you have to pray for that person and you need to pray for that person and you need to pray and you need to look at those things that are good in that person yes. even if all you can think about that's good in that person is that they are a child of god yes then that's where your focus is so we and i believe wholly in my heart of hearts we can always find something good always yes, yes. you'll know, find something good even if all you can find good today if you're not able to get out in nature you're breathing yes. you're breathing exactly. right now exactly that is exactly the point Now my Hello. dog agrees. <laughs> my puppy agrees. <laughs> He says yes. Yes. <laughs> See the thing is my breath has nothing to do with my life, right? I'm breathing. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it. It has nothing to do with the worries, the the nope. the stresses on my shoulders. So pick things to appreciate that are not connected with the stress in your life and you will be able to find and something to appreciate. I love that. Sarah, we're we're coming to the end of our time together and this is such 
a heavy topic, a great topic. I think um, I was reading a statistic earlier today that anxiety and depression is 400 times higher today than it was in just a few years ago. And the year that we are just wrapping up with and we continue on with, what would be your top one or two suggestions for our listeners to really help them keep that focus in gratitude and appreciation? My biggest suggestion and something that had a huge impact on my life is to set your intention in the morning, Mm. right? When you wake up, say a little prayer, a prayer that says, I want good things to happen today for myself as well as others. I want to be good to myself as well as others. And I want to end my day feeling happy and satisfied. So this is actually a prayer that is in the 40-day Law of Attraction workout that I teach. Start your day with a prayer. And then if you deviate during the day, your mind is so powerful that it's going to remind you. It's going to tell you, Zara, you you said you were going to be good to yourself. And just now you're not being good to yourself. Mm. And then you can make a choice. You see? Yes. I love that. So our listeners, you can reach Zahra Mahoon at zmahoon.com. What do you have up and coming that people can, can be a part of? Um, up and coming. Every 40 days is the 40-day cycle. So we just started. Today is day one. Oh, nice. Yes. And uh, But, you know, you can join me and do the workout with me every day, or you can do it on your own. There's a whole video course that goes with the 40-day workout. So you can do it on your own. I also have a three-day meditation retreat online uh, reset coming I wouldn't call it a retreat. It's a meditation reset coming. And that's the 14th, 15th, and 16th of mm-hmm. May. Okay. Yeah, those are the immediate things. And then later on, I have uh, other things planned as well. So if you get on my mailing list, you'll always have the information of what's going on. I love that. And I think there's a free book um, that people can download. If you go to your website, and, and, and I, t- I titled this, uh, let me back up here, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good People? And I think that's even the title of the book, right? That's right. It is. It is. Nice. Nice. So get a flavor for what Zebra has is teaching us. And I encourage you to connect because changing your mindset, changing where you're coming from uh, in a place of gratitude and appreciation truly is going to change your world. And like you said, that inner peace is, there's no greater joy, no greater joy. Absolutely. One last question as we end up, I always have to ask every guest, what would be your top toxin-free lifestyle tip? Eliminate stress. Mm, Love it. Meditate if you can. Meditate. Okay. And just give up control. (laughs) Give up. Give up the steering wheel and you'll be fine. I think that stress really is the biggest toxin in our lives. I love it. I love it. I'll share one last story because I love stories. 
My girlfriend and I went kayaking. In the wintertime, we spend our time in Arizona. And there's a place called Canyon Lake, and it's just absolutely beautiful and stunning. And we love to take time to be out in the water, out in nature. This particular day was kind of windy. And we decided that we we're just going to go ahead and forge on that we could do this. And just, you know, maybe half the time that we were out there versus, you know, spending four or five hours out on the water. And so we went out, we loaded everything up, we put the kayak in the water, and it's a two-person kayak. And we're, we are just struggling to keep the boat straight. We are veering right and left, and we just cannot keep it on this straight line. And it's taking us so much work to keep it going. But we we persevered. We just kept pushing through, and we did our, our deal. When we got out of the water and we were taking the kayak apart, Zara, we had the kayak in the water backwards. <laughs> we had the... The fin, you know, that's on the rudder was at the front of the boat instead of in the back. And I love telling this story because when we are trying to control people, places and things, we have the boat turned around the wrong way. We are trying to control and steer and we're not letting God help us. We're not letting God take control. (laughs) That's a lovely story. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's been a true blessing. And I know there's going to be so many people that are going to take these steps and apply them and make sure that you get connected. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.